SMB Wisdom acknowledges the traditional owners of the lands upon which we have recorded this podcast today. We pay our respects to Elders past and present and extend that respect to all Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander cultures. Hello and welcome to the SMB Wisdom podcast, coming to you from the land of the Yuggera and Turrbal people. My name is Alice Rue and I'm a partner at SMB Advisory, the proud sponsors of this podcast. The SMB Wisdom podcast is a forum to provide value tips for business owners from an extended network of experts on their topics of expertise. I'm so very blessed to have an amazing network of people who are fabulous at what they do. They might be accountants, lawyers, business owners, or any number of individuals that day in, day out, deal with the issues and problems that can plague small and medium business owners and come up with solutions, outcomes, and results to assist It's now my mission to bring some of this knowledge to small and medium business owners to assist them in making their good businesses great and their great businesses fabulous. Now on with today's episode. Well, hello everyone and thank you for joining us today for our SMB Wisdom International Women's Day Showcase for 2023. As you're no doubt aware, International Women's Day is celebrated on the 8th of March and this year the theme is hashtag Embrace Equity. As part of many International Women's Day celebrations, we have a month-long showcase of some of the amazing women I know and have worked with or alongside in various fields to show just how amazing women can be. As an insolvency practitioner, I do like to look at the learnings that come about from businesses or ventures that might find themselves in distress in order to advise others on how to attempt to mitigate against making similar mistakes in the future. And in the same vein, I like to look to my colleagues, contacts and friends to hear what they've learned from their different experiences, as I think it builds towards a wealth of knowledge. And this is why in this series, I'm talking with a number of amazing women to hear about their career journeys, the roles of mentors and sponsors in their careers, and any advice they have for others in similar circumstances. Today, I'm speaking with Donna Bruce from Alto Advisors. Having started in public practice in 2004, And having worked across a wide range of industries, Donna has extensive experience with medical and health professionals, primary production, management rights and hotels and cafes, as well as self-managed super funds. Having completed both the CPA and CA qualifications, Donna is passionate about continued learning and driven to help others to grow, develop and achieve success. Donna's focus is on developing relationships to ensure a mutual understanding of needs and goals and working together to develop strategies to achieve them. And this applies equally for her clients, but also her Alto team. Welcome, Donna. Thanks, Alice. Lovely to have you here today. I'll start off by asking what traditional land you're on, please. Um, I'm here on the Gold Coast, so that's the Yugambeh language speaking people. Fabulous. Thanks for that. Now, Donna, we've heard your bio. I'll again comment on the fact that you're sitting there with your CA and CPA certificates <laughs> behind you and how much of an achievement I find that. Um, You're a partner at Alto. Can you maybe give us um, a bit of a rundown as to how you've got to where you are in your professional career and as a partner in an accounting firm? Sure. Um, I I probably actually took the long way around to get where I am. So um, when I was at school, I was interested in studying accounting, but being a small school, I was the only student who wanted to study it. So the course didn't run and it wasn't available. Um, So I then went and did some work experience in an accounting firm I think when I was year 11 but the only thing I got to do was filing and make coffees and that sort of thing and I thought oh I don't really think an office is where I want to be it turned me off a little bit 
Um, I then went to uni and did a double degree in human movement business studies because um, I thought that I wanted to wear tracksuit pants every day um, and I wanted to get into sport event management. But I then moved Chris to the Gold Coast. What COVID was going to look like. <laughs> so that's right. Um, <laughs> I moved to the Gold Coast and soon found out it was who you know, not what you know in that industry. So I applied for a trainee accounting job because I'd actually enjoyed the accounting subjects through the business studies got a trainee accounting job and loved it, um, went back and did the rest of my accounting degree. And then of course the CA, the CPA and then the CA um, and worked for a few different firms across the coast. And then I guess eventually my partner Murray and I decided to make the start at Alto um, just under two years ago. And yeah, loving it. Having back. Yeah, that's exactly right. Now, isn't that interesting? I was just saying recently, I find it, um, really interesting to hear everybody's journeys because it's not something you generally sit down at the outset and sort of say okay tell me your entire career history yeah. and how you got to where but that's um really interesting but also firstly overcoming you know um a few obstacles insofar as you didn't have an accounting subject at school that you could yeah. do so that's you know that's pretty impressive to come back to it after that time um but also to go and get training um, we obviously heard in your bio that you do a lot of work with sort of health professionals as well, and you can't help but think that your sort of background in movement and understanding on certain things uh, can only help that sort of niche area as well. I think that's probably what's led to my interest in, in dealing with health professionals, that background. So yeah. definitely. Oh, wow, that's fabulous. Thanks for sharing. Um, and then I guess as you worked through your career, um, how important were mentors or sponsors in that process sort of to from the start to the end? Because obviously you've moved from you grew up in a, a small town and then moved to the coast, as you said earlier. So, um, you know, there would have had to have been a lot of people um, around you that you could have, that you didn't know, if that makes sense, and that you might yeah. have had to sort some support. Definitely. So um, I think... We've probably, I've probably never really had a formal mentor relationship, but there's been definitely a lot of people along the way. And even dating back to, I guess, my school years, um, people who encouraged me to to succeed and, and get where I am. So um, in my very first firm, the, the role that I got as the trainee accountant, when I decided that's what I was going to do, uh, my first boss, Kay, she was a big mentor to me. Um, and also Mandy, who was a senior, um, there at the time. So they really taught me a lot in my early years in accounting. Um, mm -hmm. And then I've moved around. I, Murray, who's my business partner now, he was originally my boss. And I guess I took a lot um, from him in, in mm -hmm. getting where I am as well. So, yes, yeah, yeah. definitely had and it some, makes such some great difference. support. Yeah, it makes such a difference, doesn't it? Having, um, you know, how you are treated and the training that you get and the sort of support that you get in some of those early years, I think, as to how you um, able to sort of succeed and look at things in your career and how you're, uh, you can achieve certain things. And I would hazard a guess that that has had some impact on you as well in how you uh, support and mentor your team as well. Exactly. I think particularly in the early years, it sort of builds the type of leader, um, the type of boss, the type of um, service provider that you want to be when you, you sort of um, take uh, mm. heed of what other people are doing. So it definitely has, has led to the type of person I am and the type of business person I am as well. 
Oh, fabulous. Um, and what about sort of having a network of women around you? Have you sort of been um, sort of able to have that network of women around you throughout your career? And has that had much of an, um, I guess, an impact on you and your career? Definitely. I would say probably in my early career, other than the people who I was working with, um, I didn't necessarily have a big network of people. And it's it was when I became a partner at my previous firm that I actually thought, oh, well, hang on, I need people around me to support me. And, and that was when I started to make a lot of connections. Um, and I think the Gold Coast is really great for that, um, whether it's associated professionals like yourself who are there to support and listen um, and bounce ideas off. But even other accounting firms, um, I'm in a, in a um, corporate rotary group with some other accounting accounting firms as well and we get along really well and I think collaboration is a great thing um, mm. wherever you are but particularly I think it's pretty strong on the Gold Coast. I think so I've found that as well um, in terms of being down on the Gold Coast and um, the support networks that are there but there's a massively collegiate uh, environment um, I was blessed to come to your corporate rotary group a couple yeah. of weeks ago as well and to sort of see how a lot of that um, sort of synergy and collaboration works. Um, and for those who don't know, Donna is a prolific reader and you can follow her Blugarati, I think it is on um, on LinkedIn as well in terms of a lot of the books that have been read. But I'm, um, I try and do an annual Covey uh, Seven Habits read at the start of the year just to sort of get it, my head back into shape and, you know, uh, the, the points on synergy there, you know, and one and one equals five, um, I think are really handy. And I think when you as professionals, even with professionals of a similar industry you know fellow either we i do it sometimes with insolvency practitioners you know fellow accountants etc you can actually make some pretty good magic in terms of having that collaboration and you know everyone weird and wonderful but i often think about it back in the old days watching sesame street they used to have this thing where somebody had the pens and somebody had the paper and someone had the paint and then none of them could do anything together but when they all shared they could always paint a big picture and i think it's very similar we all have different talents different um ways of thinking of things and when you're able to put them together it can be quite fascinating can't it, it definitely I, I find i love that um your memory of sesame street <laughs> it's great but it, it's a perfect analogy there's a lot of things that i remember and there's a lot of things that i don't and i wish sometimes that it went into <laughs> different... <laughs> the correlation was different but here we are anyway <laughs> it's all very good um and I guess going back to talking about my Sesame Street, but not that young, what do you wish that your younger self knew? What would you tell your younger self now that you sort of know now? It's it's funny, and I thought a lot about this. And then I decided, actually, I wouldn't want to say anything because everything that I've gone through and all the experiences have led me to be where I am. So I really wouldn't, as terrible as some things were or as challenging as some things were, I probably wouldn't want to change it because it's all led to where I am. So um, maybe just everything will be all right. Maybe that's, that's, that's great. I'd pass on. I think that's so true, isn't it? It's a bit back to the future. You can't change anything because yeah. if you do, then you change what happens now. Yes. Um, yeah. No, I love that. Um, and I think it is really relevant. And I don't think sometimes we value enough our experiences and some of the things that we've been through. Um, not that we'd ever wish them on anybody else but yep. actually made us into the people that we are today 
exactly. Oh, that's brilliant. Thank you. That's great wisdom, Donna. Um, and look, this has been a bit of a hard one, and I must admit I'm not entirely sure how I'd answer it either, but can we talk about female role models? Do you have any strong female role, role models that you sort of look up to? That was probably another one I spent a lot of time thinking about. Um, I'd say on a personal level, and it might sound a bit soppy, but my mum's my definitely been a role model of who I am as a person and that um, and encouraged me that I can do whatever, I can achieve whatever I set out to achieve. Um, my early boss, Kay, she was, a, I guess, led me to be the type of leader that I am. Um, mm -hmm. Overall, I'd probably take just little bits from all sorts of of women, um, whether it's the elite athletes and seeing how they can have a career as well as that side of things and the amount of time and effort they put into developing themselves. Um, yeah, take, I take pieces from a lot of different women. Oh, I love that. Shout out to your mum. She had a birthday last week, didn't she? Or earlier <laughs> this week? Yesterday, yeah. yeah. There you go. Um, but also I think that's right. I find it interesting when you talk about sort of professional athletes as well, how some of the more successful um, athletes can actually turn their talent into a business and really look at, be very smart about the commercial aspects of their talent, I guess, and how yes. that works. Um, and I find that intriguing. I don't know if you've sort of done, you know, a lot of deep diving or anything into that. I haven't, but, you know, whenever you, one of those documentaries pops up or you can read a, you know, a deep dive, um, you know, long read essay uh, into the actual mechanics behind not only do you have to be so talented to be, you know, the best tennis player, you know, or a, an excellent swimmer or whatever it might be, but backing that with the nous and whether that's you or having enough people around you to build that into like a niche and just you know, such a profitable brand. That's so admirable. Yeah. So, and, and I guess it's different for all the sports. If we go back to the tennis players, you look at the likes of Maria Sharapova and um, the Williams sisters who um, have not only succeeded yeah, at that athletic mm -hmm. level, they've also built amazing businesses as mm -hmm. well. Um, and then if we go, I guess, on a lower scale from a financial perspective, we've got, say, netballers who mm -hmm. don't necessarily earn as much but they still need to balance that elite level of sport with potentially a, a career because they can't afford to fund themselves mm. through their through their sport. So well, absolutely. Yeah. And now with the introduction of um, you know sort of a more mainstay, you know AFLW, um, women's rugby league, and even sort of the WBBL um, sort of sports that we're all watching and we're all looking yeah. at, but we're also seeing them develop aren't we and the sort of given the professional status but not necessarily with the um you know the fee to go along with it and having to understand how they can do everything with the travel with the yes. you know um juggling another career potentially or harnessing what they've got I mean what do they they say give a busy woman a job you want it to get done I mean that's sort of taking that <laughs> to the nth degree isn't it that's it and the ones that travel with kids as well um yeah just yeah. add that extra layer yeah no absolutely look that's i think that's um a really interesting uh point and something that i think you know we could all learn from a lot and you're right i think from a perspective of looking to to those entities as role models um we could all learn a lot there thanks for that um 
And look, finally, Donna, do you have any advice um, that you'd want to give to young female professionals starting out in their careers? I would say, um, and I can't remember who said it, but it's basically any opportunity that arises, say yes, and then figure out how to um, how to actually achieve it later on. So don't be afraid to push yourself outside the comfort zone um, because sometimes the opportunities don't come freely so if there's something there make the most of it while you can um so that'd be that's, my advice no that's brilliant and we grow don't we when we're not in the comfort zone exactly yeah. it's amazing i often say to people like check in you know at the end of the year i probably said this to you last year as well but i like to check in about 12 months ago and say well where was i what have i done what have i achieved yeah. what did i think i couldn't do that we did and how could i have done that if we weren't uncomfortable um, exactly. Oh, that opportunity one is absolutely there. And you're right, they don't come around every day, do they? No, no. And particularly for women, sometimes it's harder to come across than it is. So, yeah, just make the most of it. I think mean, who was it, uh, Mary Folio, who said everything is figure outable, which I quite like. Yeah. Um, yeah, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Jump in and figure it out later. No, that's brilliant. Thank you so much for your time today, Donna. That's been fabulous. There's a lot of wisdom there. I reckon I could go on and chat for, for quite some time. And it's really good to learn about everyone's journey too. Um, that's, yeah, I'm finding that quite interesting as part of this process. So thanks very much for sharing um, your story with us today. Um, and thank you to our listeners. Please make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any of our fabulous 2023 IWD showcase. Talk soon. And until then, be wise in business. Thanks, Donna. Thank you. SMB Wisdom is proudly sponsored by SMB Advisory. SMB Advisory is a specialist firm of chartered accountants dedicated to providing specialist insolvency services to financiers, advisors, directors and individuals. The team at SMB Advisory are a safe set of hands to talk through your options when things get tough or when you find yourself in a tricky business situation and you're not sure what's next. Call the team on 1800 762 238 or send a message through the website www.smbadvisory.com.au to talk through the next steps in your business journey.